Every day we wait, they get stronger. Let's take them by surprise. For the greater good, call it what you will. Let's call it war. Rogue One starts here with Andrew, and we're talking about each and every episode of the Disney Plus original series on Going Rogue. My name's Norm White, and joining me, Ashley Hopley. Hey, darling. Excited to be here, but sad there's only one more episode left. Yeah, I feel like that's the, uh, that was honestly my biggest takeaway from this week's episode. It was, you know, it was like, it wasn't a super eventful. It's obviously a very character driven episode, but by the time the, the credits started rolling, I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> there's <laughs> only one left. Yeah. There's only one left. It's crazy. Who knows when we're going to get more? <laughs> Next year, so I've been told. But um, episode 11 this week, Daughter of Ferex, was directed by Benjamin. Daughter, sorry, of Ferex, was directed by Benjamin Caron, written by Tony Gilroy, synopsis of which was A Fugitive Once More, Cassie Must Make His Sorry, it was singular. Before too late. <laughs> okay, there you go. All right, so yeah, I wrote it down right, you tried to correct me, I'm always right, I always judge me. Well, it doesn't um, make sense, because they said it, the, the group that they referred to was the Daughters of Ferex. Yeah, but I guess the title's referring to his mother as the da- daughter. Was she a daughter of Ferex? Yeah. A group that they don't explain anything about. Wait, they don't need to. But I, I guess it's just like she's a daughter of Ferex. Guess, you know? like it's you're a son of Earth. I don't know. Like what is it? <laughs> is that? <laughs> does it does That's it need fair. to be any more yeah. complicated than that? I don't know. like it's a planet. I know it sounds of... like it's a culty group. You know what I mean? I mean, it sounds kind of culty, but I, I just took it as it's a. But you know, like they're talking about put, build, putting them into fucking building blocks and making them part you of. Know, the... You know, he goes, "Oh, the daughters of Ferex are here." <laughs> Yeah, that doesn't sound like a normal thing you'd say about people. Normally, you just I'm, say, "Hey, it's the ladies from down the street <laughs> coming to clear out all her old stuff." I mean, not on a different planet. So, well, the ladies uh, from church. It's yeah. probably more accurate. Um, mate, I don't know why. I don't think I, I. I. I didn't take it as a religious thing. Maybe it was a religious thing. I don't mm. know. I didn't take it. I just. Like, they're talking about just uh, rich. they got this ritual thing, you know, part of the earth and all this, whatever else. But I didn't take it as, ri- uh, as uh, religious. I just took it as spiritual, you know? Anyway, um, <laughs> what do you think of this week's episode? It's good. Not super memorable, I'd argue. You know, it was a, yeah, it's it's definitely a setup episode for next week, um, I guess, where, you know, Everybody's coming for a funeral. It's, you know. <laughs> Yeah, so everybody's kind of all finding out about Cassian's mom dying and then everybody kind of making plans to come to Ferrix next week. Yeah, I mean, that episode sets up a lot of stuff. I, I would say it is, like, I'd say there's a lot of really good stuff here, though. I mean. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, a- it's all smaller moments, though. It's not like. Um, shattering like reveals or anything like that. I feel like there's one massive moment. I mean, there's there's Luthen like taking out yeah, taking Luther. out the ship by himself. That was pretty using cool. these. Uh, are those lightsaber? <laughs> I don't know cannon things. Something that's been f- used before. If no, not, why have they not installed that on every <laughs> single X-wing? Yeah, I've, I've never. That seems seen like that. that seems like something that would be super useful in a dogfight. You know what I mean? You just need to do a quick pass by one of the other ships. and bang. Also super dangerous, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, I guess you can't be very close to... 
yeah, not uh, not for like a squadron. Yeah. Let's start there then, since we're there. Okay. Uh, Luthen, this episode. <laughs> well, I mean, there's everyone's sort of got a moment in the story of this episode. So yeah. Luthen goes to um, speak to Saw again. This episode. Uh, I can't. I don't actually know why he went there. Really, I assume he got the message from Saw saying, "Hey, I want in on the Anton." Right. Yeah. That. Job. That. Well, I, yeah, I suppose he just asked to talk to him. That's what that would make sense, actually. Yeah. So he yep. goes there because Saw's suddenly like, I want to do this Krieger job. Saw, uh, you know, Luthen, of course, is at first trying to be like, oh, you know, yeah. this happens. It's off. We're not really doing that anymore or whatever. And then he has to reveal the fact that uh, as we went through the last sort of two episodes prior mm. to this, uh, he's been set up. He's been basically been lamb to the slaughter. Um, well, that's what Luthen's plan is because if he goes to save him, because the yep. the IBS found out about him. If he goes to save him, he'll reveal there's a mole, so and all this other sort of thing. And you have this really great interaction, I think, between Saw and Luthen, especially when Saw goes full, or um, Forrest Whitaker goes full, like, Saw crazy mode, just with the, you know, like, starts accusing, going <laughs> off or whatever. Um, I like he the just fact threw that, tubes under the bus. Yeah, I was like, he throws <laughs> tubes. I like how he's just like, no, no, no. no. It like starts sticking up for himself. I sort of like that, but yeah. And then after all that, it took uh, Luthen to stick a gun in his face, and yeah, the only way to get him to shut up and actually listen to him. But then we finally get that line that we saw from the the trailer um, and the context for it. Um, yeah, we'll call, call it, it what you will. War. Call it war, then. Yeah. Um, so that was really really great. And then obviously he goes to leave there, and he finds out like every character in this episode. I feel gets a phone call saying. Cassian's mom's dead. Cassian's mom's dead. Like everyone's well, just like <laughs> she doesn't. It, yeah, it's much more coded. Um, yeah, it's more coded. But like everyone gets their own message about Cassian's mom having died like, in one, yeah, way, I, one form or another. Yeah, I mean that was interesting. Um, yeah, I, I will say on the Saw thing, I think it's interesting that like this might be like Luther might be the influencer on to getting Saw on the more extremist path. You know what I mean? Uh. I mean, he's. All, I guess it's. It was already. He's implied. like thinking big picture and willing to do whatever it takes, yeah. no matter the costs of other people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Unless it turns out Saul, next week Saul's just going to do the job. Like, I don't think so. I think he's just going to let the thirty people. Yeah, I think thirty he's gonna people die plus Krieger. I like how they always say that. It's like thirty <laughs> people plus Krieger. Thirty people plus Krieger. All right, can someone just say thirty-one? Fuck's sake! Um, <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Uh, yeah, and then obviously he goes up and he's, he's about to head, I guess, to head off to uh, Ferex after this little coded message he gets where he's, I don't know their relationship, but his partner in crime, I guess, is uh, I mean, basically telling him not to do it. It's his assistant, but it's the, it's the type of assistant who does all the work, you know? Yeah, very much. Um, but then, you know, <laughs> you've got this really cool scene where he's obviously dragged in by a um, tractor beam and... Just the the way he sort of yeah builds up to shredding the absolute fuck out of the 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 beam and you know after mm. and then has this cool battle sequence or whatever and when again we've seen a couple of bits of this in the trailer previously but yeah it's still very cool just to see him get straight into action when necessary and show that he's a uh, you know he's a man of action too not just a man of words so um, really enjoyed that yeah. Um, I mean that very, dude's face like, too at the end. <laughs> the commander dude, just yeah, he just got the empire, yeah. yeah. It's like fuck. That one ship took out like two X wing, no, two tie fighters and a 
three, ruined our four, track to me. <laughs> yeah, I think it got three or four because he shot a couple and then he like double killed one at the end. For I mean, it's really three. smart because what he would have just really he just threw out some debris, kind of. And just let, yeah, I mean that's know. all he did. Yeah, just, he just like let force the space rubble take. Yeah, yeah, because I'm they assuming they brought their shields up or something. Yeah. yeah, you have to get rid of the shields to to, uh, to do the tractor suck beam. someone in, to do the tractor beam. Yeah, so um, yeah, really cool sequence. I uh, the funny thing is that he if they after they checked his ID and it checked out the Alderaan ID, if they had just said, "Oh, our bad, actually, you're free to go." Yeah, everything would be fine. fine. But no. <laughs> this no, dude's like no we need the training overreach yeah, we need training yeah. uh, so that's what we get with Luther in this episode uh, the only other thing worth mentioning I guess is that um, uh, Vel goes and visits the assistant right Claire yeah Claire yeah um, Claire 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 Leia no it's not Claire <laughs> um, they have this yeah funny little interaction of course where uh, she's just openly Bell's talking not, and doesn't want to play by the rules. Doesn't want to she play ain't got by the time rules, for yeah. this riddle shit. Yeah, which I can get to a degree, but yeah. Long story short, she too is like, "Hey, I found out that Cassian's mum's dead. Then we spread the message." Blah, blah, pass blah, blah. that along. Yeah, yeah. The one thing I found, I like, spotted in the background here at one stage, that's got like one of the masks that the um, guardians wear in Star Wars Rebels. So I don't know what the. Just a cool little thing I spotted in the mm. background. I, I assume there's lots of references because they're in this antique shop thing, obviously. So Maybe, I assume there's yeah. lots of cool things in the background if, for the really, really hardcore. But that was the and they're actually thing I doing spotted. the work to like maintain the <laughs> antiques. And yeah, stuff. yeah. I but, mean, they have it is a real job. I guess they, that's how they bring in yeah. money and whatever. They can yes. use the money. You can wash money by mm. buying stuff. I guess technically, want to get to, to go down yeah. the mob route or whatever. <laughs> um. We get who do you want to, do you want to say? continue on Val and her catch up with Mon. Um, yeah, I was gonna say you want to go to Mon then. Yeah, yeah, who's you know reveals to Val how deep in shit she is. Uh, and then yeah, again touching on her daughter and like her daughter is weirdly obsessed with now, the old ways of. You're talking about a religious cult. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of like yeah, young extremism. Going back into the hardcore old ways and all these young girls like doing this chant thing that we don't understand the context for. We have obviously uh, no, but I love that about it. It's just I feel like there's there's it's creepy and weird and wrong. I get. I actually sort of wish there was more stuff like this because the thing is, a scene like this where they you they explain what you need to know. That she's there's like an old religion of sorts, like to put it into our words, it's like an old religion of sorts that uh, sh- they used to practice. No one really does anymore. They had to when they were kids, but then they got off it. Um, but to the point that when Vel comes in, she's like, "What the fuck? This is you know." And then she points out that, um, well, Mon points out there's actually her daughter who she loves it and wants to really get into it. But it's you know enough. Yeah, I feel like the, there should be more stuff like this in a in a universe as rich and big as Star Wars. Like, why can't there be like some crazy religion from like the old Republic days or something shit like that that no one's like, you know what I mean? Dylan is is Mon's daughter a Star Wars hipster? I don't know. Like, is being in religion <laughs> hip hip a hipster thing? I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like trying to repurpose old things. I mean, yeah, I guess bring try and bring them back. Yeah. She's a weird, and it's like the dad doesn't 
the dad's very open-minded. Doesn't really, yeah. Oh, no, she he's open-minded. Like, yeah, she completely put, brought it on herself. Got the pastor, found the pastor to help mm. teach her or whatever. Yeah, it's kind of an interesting element that you know. Hopefully, we get some sort of explanation for, like why. I don't think we will. <laughs> that's I don't think we will. Like, that's maybe maybe in like I mean maybe in future seasons, but you're definitely that's not something that is going to happen next episode. <laughs> it's not going to be like well, I think more in the than season well, finale. Let's spend ten minutes explaining this fucking weird cult religion. <laughs> yeah, probably what it, it what it does is it sets up the threat of like introducing what's his face his son, who's also into the old ways. You would assume whose son? The the gangster dude from last week. Oh right, yeah, yeah, whatever. D- D- uh, Duck Faden or some shit. That's actually a uh, Magic the Gathering Planeswalker, but that's what his name sounds like to me. Davo Skulden. There you go. Close Dabo. enough. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe. Yeah, that could be a thing. Possibly. Like, See how they. Yeah, maybe she will want to get a betrothed to this other person at fourteen. Maybe that's part. Maybe that's part of the cult. <laughs> maybe that's part of the religion yeah. cult. Yeah, maybe maybe, that, maybe that's what they did. Um, yeah, I really like this. This is a very very strong performance scene from Genevieve O'Reilly. Um, uh, giving that whole breakdown Just and getting everything off her chest. Getting everything off her chest. Really really great moment. And again, like the thing with Genevieve Riley is she's really really good throughout this whole show. But because of the character and she's playing someone who's sort of always hiding everything, she never really gets to show much emotion because she yeah. can't so this is the the most she's got to show um and you really feel that she's legit worried and scared and yeah all these other sorts of things at the moment and she's stuck between a rock and a hard place and she's got this one solution but she doesn't want to go with it obviously so yeah it'll be interesting to see what uh she does do next week because that's definitely something where i'm like you can't leave that for that that has to be resolved next week there's there's a few things that just have to be resolved by the end of the season of course um well, mon's I mean, money problem's been a, a free line for the entire season so is she still in the senate during the rebels period yes yes i believe yeah. so yes i say maybe yes. she just runs away she runs a rebellion do you know what i mean I'm trying to think. She's in an episode. So, but I, maybe I need to look this up after double check, but I believe she's still, yeah, they'd like, they yeah. do something, but she's still yeah, there. She's more anyway. useful as a senator, yeah. No, I saw so, someone tweet today that was a very good point. Someone like tweeted something like the worst thing about Andor is um, making it um, super unbelievable the fact that mom would wear this. And it was just a picture with the, 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 the point of the tweet is, in the show, she's always wearing all these different outfits and stuff. And every time you see her in fucking Star Wars, anything else, she's wearing the same drabby ass white cloak. <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. So, it's good. Good point. Um, even in the <laughs> of what white power <laughs> of the drabby <laughs> of the drabby leader of the rebellion. <laughs> uh, okay. Fair enough. Um, who are we? Who else must be? Ah, uh, Cyril. So Cyril gets a call as well because every character, every fucking character gets a call this week. Um, gets a call from old man who Should've tried this episode. Telephone. The, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Shout out Lady Gaga. Um, the gets a call from old mate who helped him on that mission uh, and screwed it up royally yep. with him. Uh, he's heard through the grapevine somehow. It doesn't really matter, but he um, that the mum has died as well. So he passes that along, and then Cyril steals his mum's money from her safe. Presumably, of course, yep. to go get a ship back to um, Ferex. So, yeah. yeah. 
Everyone's coming back. Not much else to his scene other than, yeah, he's just obsessed no. still. He's a fucking little obsessed dude. Yeah, he's a bummer. Disapproval during the phone call. Listening yeah, in, couldn't give any privacy. I mean, what the fuck? Like, Star Wars supposed to be the futuristic t- tech and whatever else, and he's got to yell at a wall of the screen and turn knobs to get a better picture. <laughs> like, come on, man. I mean, I it's mean. a long time ago, so you can understand yeah, one of the basic true. issues. Yeah, true. It was in a smelting factory. <laughs> it's possible. Um, the only other thing, uh, is there any characters I'm missing other than Cassian? No. I mean, we have that? a quick, we have a quick couple scenes with the with the people on Ferrex, but I don't feel like there's like any like obviously you just see uh, what's her face is working a job now. Then there's a dude there undercover that working for the IBS. Yeah. You know, like there's a few bits and pieces. Uh, Cassian's but... friend, like with a BTMO. Yeah, that's he's true. super depressed. Oh my god, is he depressed? <laughs> like is <it> that part? <laughs> he's like fact- the dog after the the owner dies. You know what I mean? Yeah, very very much. That part but like able to talk. The the fact that episode starts that way, I thought was super like sad. Just with from his just point the of close view, close up of his yes. yeah. yeah, the close up of him, like point of, a droid point of view f- to deal with death and everything. Like I haven't seen that before, <laughs> you know. Like, um, and yeah. Uh, yeah, it was really. I just thought it was like sort of sad, but sweet that moment. Then when he's you know about to leave, he's flicking off all these fucking light switches. Also, hey Siri, you know what I mean? Like fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ, he's going around his house flicking off a million light switches. Yeah, they're in the um, middle of nowhere, <laughs> outworld planet, you know. This is ridiculous. It's Coruscant. <laughs> Crazy. Um, but yeah, when he's like, yeah, we got to go, we got to go, we can come back tomorrow and all this sort of stuff. And then when B's like, you could stay. And he's like, fine, one more night. And then he, yeah, like a dog, an animal like comes out of his shell, like pecks up Excited. and comes yeah. over, like, you know, doesn't need to say anything. It's just a very much like, thank you, stay with me tonight sort of thing. So yeah, sad for a droid, but yeah, sort of mm. adorable at the same time. Um, and then you also have D Dedra. Is that, that's her name, right? Dedra. Yep. Yeah. So she has that yeah. one scene where she's contacted. Yes. Uh, it's <laughs> so many characters. Um, there was that one, uh, scene where she's contacted, of course, about like, oh, we're not going to let them try to organize this funeral. And even I was thinking like, well, of course you let them organize the funeral. You're trying to capture them, right? And then she says, yeah, yeah you're like, trying to, like, yeah. I was like, you, you all suck at your job. Like, <laughs> have you never seen any movie in which there's, you know, you're trying to ca- get somebody to come yeah. out? Of hiding. It's always at a funeral. You do something. a funeral. Yeah. You know, make sure it's you classic. check any guys standing in the background with a trench coat and sunglasses on. Yeah. On a hill. With an umbrella. Behind a tree. Yeah. yeah. Tell these things. So make sure they're nice and tight in the box. Anyway. Yeah. I thought it was really interesting the way they described the ritual for death on Derek's. Like, so they uh, incinerate they burn, the body. It basically, cremate yeah, so the body. Like, they cremate the body. They mix it in with like dirt or whatever and then like make them like mortar and then yeah. they turn them into a brick yeah and they just stick them in a wall yeah which sounds really like terrible but, it, but also, i don't think it is like it's sort of like what do, <laughs> when you think about what do we do right well most people like i don't say all oh, but yeah. most people what ends up happening with them? buried yeah. in the ground take up space or just you just get thrown into the ocean <laughs> I mean, yeah, some cremated in your ashes get thrown. Cremated and thrown in. Everybody gets or, cremated now and gets ashes tossed around all over the place. Yeah, I, I definitely don't want to be buried because it's just like I, I hate graveyards. To like, as a, it's you just, don't want to come back as a zombie. I understand that. That's my main thing. I'm really worried about the zombie apocalypse. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to be responsible for other people dying, so you know you're going to take yourself out first. That's right. 
That's right. But as well, it's like they t- they use it, you. But you, you do re- the- run the risk if, you know, everybody gets resurrected with the next second coming of Christ, you've got no body to come back to. I'm telling you right now, if Christ comes down, he's like, uh, you're on the naughty list, you know? Like- <laughs> 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 it ain't happening. I, I'm well aware it ain't happening for me, so it's totally fine. Um, the yeah, but th- their whole thing with like cremation and turning you into a brick and all that—it's I, I know I thought it was kind of cool. Like yeah, they actually they it make is, you into yeah, something useless like, and make you part of the world, like part of the planet. You, and you'll be part of and, the planet forever until you know. Yeah, someone comes in, starts building condos where you, your brick was. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, I definitely thought that was interesting, and, and all someone these little details. Blast the rock. That's it. But it's 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 these little details I think that makes the writing so strong yeah. because it's stuff like this and the religion thing with the daughter and all, you know mm. like all these little it makes it feel details. like a real world. Yeah, it makes it, like it goes back to making everything feel real and not just a just you just because I feel like that's I just got so used to Star Wars just writing characters and writing writing between the lines of what there is and what you're supposed to know and everything and then yeah again. The show's really good. I don't know if I've said that before, but... Yeah. Uh, so Cassian, I guess, is other thing. So Cassian's yes. not really in this episode much, but he has, like, no. what, two scenes? But that makes sense. Uh, the first one we see of him I thought was really, really cool because it's him and old mate hanging off the edge of a cliff. Old from What's his name? Melshin? Dude what from Rogue One that I didn't know was in Rogue One. Bruce Scott Melshi. There you go, Melshi. Old mate Melshi. Um, is hanging off uh, a rock with him because they're hiding from people, presumably looking for the escape prisoners. The prisoners, yeah, that's yeah. which makes sense. I assume that's the thing that would happen. Uh, and yeah, I like that scene because he's Melshi, old mate Melshi, being a little bitch. He's like, I'm gonna fall. I'm gonna let go at some point. <laughs> yeah, but I like how My he has this whole conversation, him. and um, Cassian's just obviously keeps repeating. Yeah. Like they're gonna leave soon. They're gonna leave soon. He's obviously been saying it for ages, and it's just like him yeah. trying to like keep up a positive mentality or, yeah. or whatever else. And then they have that quick conversation, and then Mel, she's like, "Tell me they're gonna leave again soon." He's like, "They're gonna leave soon." <laughs> so yeah, I, I like how he sort of leads him through that that scenario. Uh, they then go attempt to steal a shitty trip uh, ship. Terrible, gets- <laughs> terrible <laughs> yeah, it was attempt. a terrible idea. Terrible. Why dream. are you running so close to them? Oh, I know. It's fucking. I was with Cassian. Cassian had, you know, Cassian at first did say, "Don't." Not do this. thinking it, straight. It was Melshi's idea. Melshi's getting two two feet in front of his elbow. You know what I mean? It's going yeah. too fast. But uh, those two dudes or aliens, whatever they are, I kind of like their designs. They're like weird. <laughs> old mate had like a robo hand thing with a knife like coming out of it. Aliens. Yeah, I know what the fuck's going on, but then they're like, you heard our waters, and the waters and the thing, and it got no damn fishing anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Bird prison. Yeah, Just killed all the fishes. Yeah, I thought it was. Yeah, yeah I kind of like the whole. And the, the, the nets were all yeah. wet. Yeah, I don't know. No. Yeah, didn't like it. it was a bit I gross, wouldn't want to be caught in it. That's yeah. what I'm saying. I wouldn't have been caught in a non-wet net either. You know. So. Yeah. Just to clarify, no net for me. Thanks. <laughs> um, pref- if you had a preference, wet net or not wet net. Uh, moist. Just thought I'd left that hanging for a sec. Um, then, uh, so, yeah, they, they end up uh, getting a lift anyway. Uh, Cassian goes back to his... I like it, again, 
I really appreciate that all these things <laughs> keep saying like, well, surely he would go back there because he's got the thing. And remember, we saw that one episode. Yeah, the, yeah, of course he goes back there. He does. Uh, so he goes back to his hotel room. I assume it was a rental or whatever was going on there. The holiday planet gets back his box, which has money and um, uh, the book and some guns. And I don't know what that thing he opened that started talking to him was, but a radio? I don't know. No, it wasn't radio. He called someone. I don't know what that was. But no, that was the uh, Will brought it up. The what's we call it? The that old mate gave him or left to him after he died. Oh, that's the old school technology thing in blah, blah, blah. right? Yeah, the yeah, yeah, I can't remember what it's called. I can't remember the word. He's like, word. if you, if you he's, he said, if you learn to use it, you'll never like you know you'll have mastered life or whatever that thing, right? To track, to track or hack or whatever it was, right? The manifesto. That's the word. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. No, was it the manifesto? Yeah. Okay, that's manifesto. Right. Um, because uh, because oh, it talked for a hot second. The kid, the kid. Yeah, because Karis is the name of the character. I was watching with subtitles, and Karis's name came up. Gotcha. Um, because I could, I put subtitles on because I couldn't understand what the aliens. But they say we're going around you know, taking the fish and but it's all we're going to blame planet or shit. I'm going to prison, but Where do you want to go? <laughs> that's sort of how the scene plays out yeah um yeah so then they cassian obviously goes has this call rings up old mate at the delivery to the post office yeah i guess i was like i know where it was, <laughs> but yeah post office sure brings up old mate at the post office he tells him his mum's dead i really love this uh diego luna's performance here like just the 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 stare on his face and everything like that you could you could really sense the distraught the sadness of like, yeah and everything coming out of him just the other dude as well and like uh, Cassian's like, no names, no names. He's like, Cass, yeah. yeah, I'm sorry, your mom died. Yeah, um, that was really, really good. Well, I mean, sad, but it was good. Yeah, um, yeah, and then him and uh, Melzy, Melty, what did we say it was? Melshi, Melshi, neither were right. Uh, him and Milkshake, uh, split up. <laughs> and they decide to go up some ways because he says that everyone must know, everyone must know about this. No Gives him a gun. They split wise. Uh, Cassian's staring out over the the ocean, you know. Obviously, he's going to go how to I'm get back to Ferrix. <laughs> yeah, which we all know is horrible. Even though he decision, should so. not go to Ferrix. Yeah. We all know it's an absolutely horrible decision. But So, yeah, yeah how, how do you think next week is going to play out? In a world where we now know 100% every character is going to be there. Well, Cassian's going to be there and then, you know, all shit's going to break loose. Mm. We know Cassian doesn't die or anything, so, like, he's, that's no, fine. But... Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, well, it's interesting because Luthan wants to go there to take out Andor. Well, mm-hmm. not, ne- not necessarily because his assistant is the one who set up to get Andor taken out. So maybe Luthan wants Andor. Mm. But, you know, Vel and Sinta are under the impression that he wants Indor taken out. Hmm. So, yeah. That's going to be the interesting thing. How we yeah. how we end this season, where Cassian is, I guess. Yeah. That's the interesting part. Um, but, yeah, I, re- I really of, don't know. Obviously, I'm One of the things we, uh, yeah. we saw a little bit of Bix as well, who 
is completely messed up from That's true. You know, the torture from last episode. Yeah, and she gets um, asked. That, that, I forgot about this, actually. Yeah, good point. She gets asked if it's Luthen, like the guy's Luthen. If Anton, Anton Kruger is yeah. Luthen. And she just or starts Axis. crying. Yeah. Well, she but, can't get words out. I don't think no. she can. But I wasn't sure. It seems sure. like thing, she's completely messed up, you know. The thing I wasn't sure about was she's, is the guy reading that as yes? Like, she's so destroyed because she's, like... She caught. has to say yes, or you know what I mean? Like, yeah, because she's caught. Like, the, I feel like it was left maybe open. on purpose, the same, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, which is interesting. I mean, we'll find they, out next week. <laughs> so, yeah, true. they put all their resources in the kitchen. Kruger. Yeah. So next the, the, week, the, the house. Trying to capture him live, I guess. Hmm. So. Which is uh, why? Well, actually, that's more interesting as an outcome because. And that, I guess, would make sense given Leafen's whole conversation this week about how he doesn't actually know him. So he's not they've scared never if met. he gets... He's, they've never met. He's they've never been in the same room well, together. Chris they don't know it. Him. He doesn't know it, but yeah. Yeah. So I suppose he wouldn't really matter. So it actually works best that way, I guess. Because then no one dies. The 30 people plus Kruger don't die. <laughs> Kruger just gets... No, I think all the people are going to die and Kruger's just captured. Hmm. But we'll see. We'll see. Uh, anything else before wrapping up then? Uh, Nick Brattel's score, still great. Mm. I, I listened to like, like the closing music was really beautiful when I was just sitting there for the however long the credits were going, just listening to. Yeah. Mm. Capped off a very somber episode. Really, really good score for this whole show. It's just, I'm pointing out before how like it's got a lot more variety in, to it and it doesn't sound at times like Star Wars, but yeah. it's really, Nick really Brattel, good. Doing a lot of great work recently. So. What else has he done? Succession. Oh, right, okay. He did um, uh, She Said, which I just saw this week. She'll go check it out. Cool. I will. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then that listen was... to What Do You Want to Watch? This <laughs> when we talk about Thank you for joining us for this episode of Going Rogue. Please subscribe to Holocon Entries, this podcast feed that you're listening to for all our other Star Wars shows, including The Mandalorians, The Very Bad Batch Season 2, and the upcoming, uh, whatever the show we end up calling about, uh, what's that? The, the, the Acolyte? Uh, that one, yep, that. Uh, follow all of our Twitters by heading to explosionnetwork.com slash Twitter and join our Discord, explosionnetwork.com slash discord if you like this episode and you want to tell us head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support donate as well as adult help at the show and until next week keep on rebelling